Ease Drop Kick Dingo. And he's DJ Sugarsack. And this is the Insane Clown Podcast. That's right, y'all. Bringing the fucking energy again this week. We all just found out as of recording who's going to be in the Super Bowl this year. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't follow baseball. That's all right, we don't have to get into it. Uh, who won the Royal Rumble last night? I didn't catch that. I didn't watch. I'm having a hard time getting on board with this pay-per-views on a Saturday thing. Yeah, I know. I was I was asking other people, and they said some shit about Sonya Blade, and I'm like, whatever. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly, I haven't followed wrestling in a while. I love it, but I it's it, you know the deal. If you're a WWE fan, it becomes infuriating, and. AEW is apparently impossible to find without cable. And not to mention, they can't stop fucking botching. Everybody says they're supposed to be the next WCW. I mean, back in the late 90s, I was not a fan of WCW. However, I could admit that they were legitimate competition for Raw. AEW, it's like you got the production, you got the set design, you have everything in your corner except for the talent. I've only watched a couple shows, so I don't really know. But good I, for them for I, giving everybody work, you know? Hey, you know what? Uh, if the Khan family fortune is fucking putting money into Phil Brooks's bank account, fucking more power to him. And I'm like, <clears throat> they got Jim Ross working for him, so... Oh, he sounds fucking over everything. If you ever listen to him on commentary, he is not good old JR. Well, I'm just saying he's making a paycheck. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, then again, I don't think dude needs it. I think more or less he's doing it as a favor. Like he owes somebody something. You know what I'm saying? Could be. I haven't followed closely enough to even venture a guess. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. As soon as Stone Cold and The Rock stop being involved, it's like I checked out. Like, and and that's that's kind of the thing with professional wrestling is that everybody thinks that their gen- their generation is the best. Like the generation they grew up watching is the best generation, and the thing is that. Love it or hate it, the Attitude Era was like the pinnacle of not just modern WWE or WWF at the time, but just like the biggest that professional wrestling got. Like you look at 1985, professional wrestling was fucking big. It was big. WrestleMania, uh, you know, uh, 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 rock and wrestling, all that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? But they didn't have any equivalent to the Monday Night Wars. They didn't have anything that came close to what was going on in the late 90s. And then once Vince bought out the other big three, and it became just a monolith, and then the ruthless aggression era, 
came, you know, coming, it it got stale. And I know the ruthless aggression era has its fans. You know, I mean, I was one of them, but it wasn't even close to the attitude era. There was fun to be had, but it wasn't. They were clearly trying to figure out where to go. <clears throat> exactly. Because where do you go after everything that had happened? Well, I'll tell you what disappointed me is like whatever it was last year when that Undertaker documentary came out. And it's clear he's just done being the Undertaker. And it couldn't just be the Undertaker character just kind of rides off. Nope. (laughs) Now we got to take the fucking mask off and undo all the kayfabe we kept for fucking 30 years. (laughs) And that's the thing, too, is the first time I saw Mark Calloway talk, I was like, I don't even know who you are. Who is this person? And and you know what? Fucking his episode with Hot Ones, you know, uh, him uh, doing that interview with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Those were awesome. Those were awesome. However, him actually talking in his regular voice knocked me. It, it just knocked me through a loop. Yeah, him sitting in his own house, reflecting on his career. Too much. (laughs) Too much pulling the curtain back. (laughs) Asking you shall receive. You know, you wanted wanted kayfabe to be, you know, lessened. And uh, it was lessened a bit too much. And the worst part is it's like, he was the only wrestler that didn't have like Twitter. And then it's like, <laughs> well, might as well invite the camera crew to just ruin it all. <laughs> well, I mean, think about this from what we know about the undertaker. Does he seem like the kind of dude who would use Twitter? Honestly, <laughs> just at American airlines, is going to rest in peace <laughs> if they don't find my bag. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure there was a parody account obviously like to bring up hot ones again uh on Alton Brown's episode he was shocked to learn that there were impersonator accounts of not only him but people claiming to be married to him. And he didn't want to join Twitter because he's like, you're all fucking creeps. Yeah, the Internet's a weird place. And even weirder is like every kind of social media is for a specific kind of weirdo. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like Twitter is for weirdos who like are pissed off at everything. Like nothing would ever make them happy. Yeah. Because Twitter is like, it's like a video of a cute dog. And then it's like, there's dogs starving where I live, bro. (laughs) What's even funnier is like more than 10 years ago, uh, Bill Burr had material literally about people on the internet. (laughs) 
he was like, it's like, no matter where you go, it could be the most innocent thing. This is better than that. And just the latest comment is all the blacks should go back to Africa. It's like, what? Legit though. That's, but that's more like YouTube. That's more like YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I miss Twitter IRC. is angry. YouTube is racist. I miss IRC chat rooms where like you actually had to know shit in order to get into the chat rooms. And I've seen people saying that discord is, you know, the evolution of IRC, but it's so easy to join a discord server to join an IRC server. You needed to know what a fucking IP address was. And a lot of people nowadays know what that is. But back in 1996, nobody knew what that shit was. Basically, we've just spent the first 10 minutes telling you how old we are. Ah, I'm not old. I'm awesome. Those two are not mutually exclusive. Shut the fuck up. What are we talking about tonight? (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, of course, I just want to take the second to remind everyone we are an All Insane Clown Posse podcast. Indeed. My buddy Dropkick Dingo and I like to get together every week and uh, take a little time out of our busy schedules to talk about our favorite fucking clowns in the whole world. The Insane Clown Posse. Joe and Joey themselves, Violent Jay and Shaggy. Too dope. Now, we have been just tearing up the early years. Of the clown's career. And no doubt they've, you know, they've obviously been listening and it's no doubt they've been enjoying going down memory lane while listening to us. And, uh, you know, Joe, Joey, I'm not, I'm not going to say I apologize for at times being critical because it all comes from a place of genuine appreciation and love. Uh, but at the same time, I feel like I don't have to apologize for shit because uh, we run a whole podcast about how much we love y'all motherfuckers. So, yeah. And uh, uh, 6,000 fucking dollars. If you expect us not to make a fucking catchphrase out of that, I mean, duh. Am I, Yo, am I wrong? Am Dingo, I wrong for saying that? Dingo, that actually gives me an idea. Specifically, a t-shirt idea. Hmm. Six thousand fucking dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. And then at the bottom, just have it say, I see podcast. Yeah, of course, not using the iconography on the logo, because, I mean, we wouldn't want to step on Joe and Joey's shoes. Nope, that's not the business we're in. Yeah, no, we, you know, we love you guys. We respect you guys. We wouldn't do that to you. Absolutely not. We want to make a dollar, but not off your backs. I mean, technically it's off your past work, but it's our commentary on set past work. Which if all, if all works properly should be beneficial to everyone. Exactly. You know, everybody getting paid, doing their own work fucking that makes the world go around you know but i think six thousand fucking dollars is a thing that we came up with that's now a a definite gag (laughs) of our show um 
and would clearly identify an awesome ass insane clown podcast listener out there in the wild straight up straight up in fucking six thousand fucking dollars that catchphrase is our intellectual property also i just love the idea that you could say did you get your six thousand fucking dollars (laughs) t-shirt No, it's, it's uh, only 20 bucks, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're playing this the fuck out before anything's even made. <clears throat> Please don't steal our shirt idea. <laughs> Dude, fucking uh, have you been keeping up with the show Cobra Kai? I haven't watched it. All right. Well, um, there was in the third season, spoiler free, obviously, uh, in the third season, there was a uh, organization that opened up that had a very unique logo. And uh, I remember thinking to myself, this came out yesterday. There is going to be knockoffs on Amazon right now. I look on Amazon, knockoffs everywhere. I look on Zazzle, knockoffs everywhere. I look on Cafe Press, knockoffs everywhere. Well, that's the world we live in, I suppose. It's just crazy how that shit works, you know? But then again, you know, if, if they ever came out with their official merch, uh, I'm sure they'd be able fucking Netflix money. Come on. I'm sure they'd be able to knock all that shit out. Oh, unless certainly. It's, unless it's coming from China or Russia, of course. Well, yeah, that's that's a gone cause. But yeah, no. All right. Maybe we can. Maybe we'll figure out some T-shirts. If uh, if you guys are interested, you know, we'll maybe try to get them on out there. Oh, we had a little bit of house cleaning to do before we get into the what we're getting into today. Uh, You want to make your announcement? Oh, the uh, the site. Yeah. All right. Uh, Go to insaneclownpodcast.com right now. And you will see the beginnings of our website. Of course, this is just the framework. This is just the first step. We're going to be adding stuff all the time. Uh, Right now, it's just a catalog of all of our episodes. But over time, we're going to be adding more things. It's going to be a one-stop shop on how to contact us and uh, we might even have some uh, blog entries from DJ Sugar Sack and uh, Dropkick Dingo themselves yeah yeah we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be working on it but yeah that's uh, some exciting news so we got a website now and it's more than just telling you to fuck off <clears throat> it, 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 it spent the last month and a half doing that and uh, I'm not going to apologize for that because it wasn't ready and you knew it wasn't ready so you needed to fuck off but now you can come back without being told to fuck off although I think perhaps we should put a banner at the top that says fuck off just to make people feel welcome we could put that in the footer we could put something like if you're reading this fuck off we we could, we should put welcome to the insane clown podcast.com fuck yourself <laughs> 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 uh, 
haven't decided. Like I said, first steps. This is just the groundwork. This is just, you know, something to add to. But uh, expect more shit to be added. And uh, if you notice, uh, whenever you click on a post, you can freely comment on it. Which is not at all going to be rife with abuse. Are we asking for it? Uh, I wouldn't say in those words. Is it going to happen? Won't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, we've constantly said, if you love us, let us know. If you hate us, let us know. If you love us, let us know. If you hate us, this has been Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> uh, vaccines are evil and uh, hail Satan. DMT. <laughs> anyway, do we have any other uh, house cleaning here? Uh, nah, fucking... Not that I could think of. Uh, Shaggy Tudo took a picture with a sloth that I saw on YouTube. I thought that was awesome because I love sloths. And yeah, that is cool. Let me check right now. Actually, I haven't kept up to date this week. Let's log into Twitter real quick. Uh, insane. That is um, IC Pod at IC Podcast Show. On Twitter, go ahead, give us uh, the follow if you're on Twitter. If not, do not sign up, especially on our behalf. <clears throat> yeah, seriously. Uh, we, we don't want it to look like we're just creating accounts to bolster our shit. We don't want to encourage anyone to use social media. I'll, I'll say that clearly. Y- yeah, I mean, let's be honest. You're... Twitter is probably the only social media platform you're going to find us on. I doubt we're going to make a fucking Facebook page. We have not talked about that at all. And I know for a fact, both of us are not interested. Maybe we'll make an Instagram. Maybe. It's possible, but I'm not... I'm not going to start it right now. Anyway, uh, looks like we do have some insane clown posse news this week. Oh, shit. A couple things here. Uh, first of all, Juggalo Weekend. Not only has it been announced, uh, it's coming up February 18th and 19th, 2022 at the Rialto Theater in Tucson, Arizona. For all, all you right. Juggalos out there out west. I got friends over there. All right. I got friends and family over there. All right. Wish I could make it, but uh, I don't think, you know, I'll be able to get to this one. Uh, If the timing was a little bit different, there is a possibility because I'll actually be in Vegas the following weekend. And Tucson's not terribly far from Vegas. Like a hop, Uh, skip and a jump away. It's probably like a six hour drive, but if that, if it was the same, yeah, if it was the same weekend, I would have made a point to drive over there and fly out from there. You know, I would have arranged my plans differently, but there's no way I can try to get a, tr- a trip into Tucson the week before I'm already scheduled to go out to Vegas on such short notice, unfortunately. 
But for all of you West Coast juggalos and ones who will be making the trek from wherever, uh, it sounds like a fucking blast. Looks like we got uh, the Insane Clown Posse, Big Hair, Hard Rock, Heavy Metal, Headbang, which sounds fucking fun. <laughs> and then uh, ICP's Old School Heat, which also, also sounds great. Yeah. So it sounds like it's going to be a good time. Uh, the tickets are available at eventlink.to slash juggalo weekend. Uh, if we remember, we'll put the link in the episode description. If not, go find the Insane Clown Posse wherever on the socials. The link is there. Uh, the other ICP news we got this week is that ICP announced that ICP Network will be returning to Twitch on February 7th. Nice. There's nice. going to be shows on every Monday and Thursday. Um, so, you know, maybe at some point <clears throat> we'll look at doing... Uh, we don't really have a, a, a... What would you call it? Like infrastructure set up to be able to deliver bonus content to anybody at this time. But maybe that's something we could look at doing at some point. But at if, the same time, we don't want to step on their Patreon rewards. Because is ICP Network still part of the Patreon rewards? From what it says, it's going to be on Twitch. So if it's on Twitch, then no. Okay. And I agree. I don't really want to try and, you know, what could be seen as diverting business from them. I certainly don't want to do that. But I do want us to be a current and keeping up with what ICP is doing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So I think maybe starting in February, we'll figure out, I mean, I don't know, maybe um, we'll, we'll do some talking off the show and try to figure out if we can maybe build some sort of infrastructure to either record b- episodes that we could drop for as bonuses, or maybe we could do live streams somehow. Where there's a will, there's a way. It's more about figuring out the practical and technical ends of things. But I um, mean, no matter what, at some point in time, we're more than likely going to have a live stream. And I already know what my face paint pattern is going to be. You're not wearing face paint right now? I thought that was part of the rules. God damn it, Zach. Look, anyway, um, ICP Network will be coming back. <clears throat> on February 7th shows on Mondays and Thursdays, which, uh, you know, the great timing they're dropping on Mondays. We drop on Mondays. So yep. you can get your insane clown podcast fix, fix and your insane clown posse fix. Same day. Same fucking internet. Same bat <clears throat> channel. <clears throat> and, you know, maybe at some point if we do live streams, perhaps I'll even Work up the courage to do a DJ live stream. Dude. Yes. I'm do surprised some- you don't do that now. Like, you only do, like, gigs that you could drive to and shit. Like, you don't utilize the internet, bro. I mean, and I get it. I get it. But at the same time, I don't. Well, here's the deal. You may recall that um, during the height of lockdown, I was doing weekly DJ live streams. Yes. 
I do um, remember that. And despite actually having about um tens of viewers, <laughs> it's exceedingly challenging to even break even as a DJ. Because yeah. simply the fact that you have to, you know, keep new music in rotation. Literally a DJ is paid to do an event when you're working for yourself, you're literally paying yourself. So if you got no money coming in, it's it gets uh, yeah. Right. I, I see Whereas like saying. I appreciate the fact that I had, you know, 15, 20 people watching me. But I was one of them. Yes, you were. Yep. But at the same time, it's tough to be motivated to continue if you're basically leaving out a tip jar for those same 20 people. Yeah. And yeah. hoping to maybe make five bucks. Let You know what I mean? So it's a big commitment. So, but I think I could perhaps commit to doing one on occasion. Hey, hey, man. Especially hey. if we have more of an audience for the type of music I'm DJing, you know. Hey, hey man. Hey, man. Do it for the content. Well, I want to be clear here. I wouldn't, I don't do things just for, you know, being seen. I, you know, enjoy DJing and that's why I've always done it. But if there's a, an audience here that'd be interested in seeing it, I could work on putting something together once we have a live stream situation figured out. Straight up, dude. Fucking vote on that shit. Cause I, yes, I want to see it. Absolutely. And I'm not just saying that cause you know, we're friends, we're homies. You know what I'm saying? I want to fucking see it. Well, I mean, okay. So first thing first, if we do this, we'll set it up at your place. Well, I mean, obviously. Because we'll, we'll be able to make a better studio space. But we'll yep. cross that bridge when we get to it, Dingo. We'll cross yeah. that bridge exactly. when we get to it. Exactly. We've got a lot of... Basically, this is all to say there's a lot of potential here. You know, and it's all based on... Uh, well, not all. It's partially based on what you guys want, and it's also based on uh, what the fuck we want to do. <laughs> you think it's all about you? Well, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Last so, time I checked, we're the ones who run this podcast. Yeah, it's our yeah. fucking podcast. Fucking, you know, Violent J, uh, in the video that we're about to talk about, Violent J might have said, you know, the Juggalos are on stage and we're in the crowd. But over here, nah, you're listening to us. You tuned in here. Yeah, and if we had the ability to spray you in the face with fucking Fago while we were podcasting, we'd be doing that shit too. Oh, we'd be doing it every 10 fucking seconds. Dude, if we ever do a live podcast, we're, we're starting with that. <laughs> You know what? It would actually be way more in character for us and way more fitting. Instead of spraying the crowd with Fago, hyping it up like we were about to, and then opening it and pouring it into two glasses and then going and taking a seat. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. That would be way more humorous and on brand for us. <laughs> <laughs> Too true. Too true. So, um, yeah, I think we we got all the, the news covered, the house cleaning covered. And you know what? Here's another thing. We don't always stick to the same format. Sometimes we'll talk about ICP's news. Sometimes it might just blow right past us. Don't. What I'm saying is don't let us be your source for ICP news. Go follow those motherfuckers yourself. Straight up. They're on Twitter. They literally engage with their fans. If you don't know this, like... How do you not know this? Seriously, don't be an asshole. Go support them. You know, I mean, dude, fucking think of Joe and Joey as your fucking homies, man. Fucking follow them. And if for no other reason, like, let's say they announce some cool shit, like tickets are going on sale for something. By the time you hear us talk about it, the shit might already be sold out. Straight up. I mean, do you know how often they talk about the psychopathic vault? Anytime they have merch. like They merch drop all the time, and that shit sells the fuck out. Like, really fast. Really fucking fast. Like, if, if you don't get there within at least a half day, like, most of that shit sold. Yeah, so, like, don't don't rely on us for that, because we're a not a timely source. We might miss stuff, and it, it, the the clowns could use your fucking support, man. Straight up, let them know you're out there. I mean, just because just because they have a large following doesn't mean they don't value new people coming into the shit, even if you're not technically new. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like the 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 family is no bullshit. I don't doubt for a second that Joe and Joey appreciate everyone that has, you know, been touched by them and their music. Straight up. Anyway, with all that said, we got all the fucking housekeeping out the way. Now let's get to the real subject matter. What the fuck you here for today? God damn it. Shock you fucking mentory. And now you might be asking yourselves, uh, sack. Dingo, you talked about Shockumentary last week. Yeah, bitch. We talked about the aired version. Yeah, A1, shut the fuck up. This is our show, and we do what we want. If we want to talk about something twice, we'll fucking talk about it twice, goddammit. But B, two, there's two versions of this fucking video, asshole. Straight up. The one we grew up with. And watched until the fucking tape broke. That's what we're talking about today. Right. The VHS that came with a fucking Joker's card inside of it. Card. Like a fucking baseball card. Now. I got the riddle box. I'm about to hook the homies up right now. Now. If if you look under your chair. You'll find a Joker's card. Smash! Anyway. All right. Now, if you want to follow along, uh, your homeboy Dingo. Sorry, that was... Hold on. I got to make a quick joke. Sorry to cut you off. But that was just me being Juggaloprah. Go ahead. (laughs) 
Nice. Nice. Save that one. Save that one. Uh, yeah, I, I was like, I have to get this out. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to steamroll you, but I was like, this one has to go. <laughs> dude, dude, honestly, I ain't even mad. I ain't even mad. That was awesome. That was great. <laughs> you get some Fago, and you get some Fago, and you get some Fago. <laughs> and she's doing the fucking rocket shit that they do at the shows. Or the fucking slamming it down. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. To be serious. uh, Your homeboy Dingo uh, found a version of Shockumentary that's online and have been and has been preserved by none other none other than archive.org. So all you have to do to follow along is go to archive.org slash details slash ICP shockumentary DVD. And that's where you'll be able to find the DVD version. Well, DVD VHS version is the same version. Now, what we were talking about last week was the MTV version, which is available on YouTube. The VHS slash DVD version is not available on YouTube. However, it is available on archive.org. It is on YouTube. Is it? It is. But archive.org does not have the pesky ads that YouTube does. So I'm still going to recommend archive.org. And I'll also say we will put the link to that in the episode episode (laughs) description. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And... Uh, unlike YouTube, archive.org allows you to download said video. So there you go. Download it. Have some fun. Do whatever you will with it. And if you are so inclined, this is a live watch along. So we'll be pressing play at the same time. And if you would like to, you may as well. So that everything that we are talking about will sync up with the action that's happening on your screen. Now, that is completely optional and up to you. Yes. Um, However, what is not optional is the fact that I got to take a piss before we play this. Uh, okay. All righty. So, we'll uh, get it rolling in just a moment here, folks. All right. We're back. How was that piss? It felt like a fucking flamethrower. I think it was because of that toxic waste barrel I've been having sex with for the last month. Uh, there's a song you should listen to. I call her Sheila. Sheila. Sheila, the toxic waste barrel. You know, in Australia, Sheila is a woman. She's toxic because she uses Instagram all the time. And she constantly spews green vomit whenever I tip her over. Well, I'm going to recommend that you listen to Toxic Love and follow the advice. Anyway. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) We have got Shockumentary on the queue. So, links in the episode description. Um, I believe believe it's pronounced gay. 
Uh, we're speaking different languages. We have it on the gay. No, there's an additional U-E. How dare you tell people how to speak their own language? The word I am saying was Q, which is Q-U-E-U-E. <laughs> Made myself laugh, as a wise man once said. Q, as in the thing the British people do. Yeah. Join the Q. It's, it's anyway. actually, you know, it's actually really smart of them. I don't know why Americans, such as ourselves, had to add two more syllables to something. You know, it's just like, it's, it's kind of like when they refer to uh, freedom units in a joking manner because we refuse to follow the British's example out of some kind of weird spite that's like 300 years old. For we are Imperial. Okay. <laughs> so, Shockumentary. We got the link in the episode description. I'm going to count down from three, and we will hit play after one. So, it'll be three, two, one, play. Okay? All right. You ready? Three. Um, you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. All righty. Three, two, one, play. All right. FBI warning. That's classic. Hell That's yeah, my man. childhood right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember, winners do not use drugs. You wouldn't steal a car. <laughs> you wouldn't steal a house. <laughs> so why would you steal a movie? Whoa. That's new. Oh, boy. Maybe that was there and I forgot it, but that no, that's not how I remember Island's fucking bumper. Yeah, no, that was a little weird. Now we're getting into recognizable territory. Oh, yeah. hey, and they got our color palette. Nice. And I, I love this intro. Just the chanting ICP and straight that's up. so classic. I see fucking peas in the... See, look, rich. Rich, yeah, that's Spelled weird. Like bitch. That's probably the joke. Really? That was a joke? I thought that's how he spelt his name. Oh, shut the fuck up, Dingo. <laughs> I'll pile drive you like that kid just did. When I miss vinyls, especially when they fucking sold vinyls, because I don't think they do anymore. I don't think so either, but we'll make it really clear. Those vinyl stickers, that's uh that is a sure way. That's basically putting a sign on your car. Hey, pull me over. <laughs> Take that I from a guy who drove around with a goddamn two foot tall hatchet man on the very back of my car. I mean, dude, I see that. Well, I used to see that shit like 15 years ago in our fucking, you know, area. I think the last one I saw was like six years ago, dude. 
Yeah, I mean, I think you remember seeing my car with that on it. Oh, goddamn right I do. The one that was on fire at one point. (laughs) I'm still sorry for that, by the way. Hey, it's all good. Shit happens. The chicken hunting footage where it's just literally just a concert. I mean, dude, fucking classic. Come on. Dude, that's like thousands of dollars worth of comic (laughs) books right there. He's, dude, that would be considered flexing nowadays. Him fucking flaying that shit out. Well, like I told you, Vinny the ICP kid, you know, had a profile on Facebook as such. And like I said uh, last week, I, I Googled him and he was referenced in a newspaper article as recently as two years ago. So hopefully he's doing well. R.I.P. to your dad, bro. Absolutely. Um, now this guy. <laughs> this fucking guy. Yeah, just come to my trailer. I gotta clean my fucking pool anyway. This fucking drunk motherfucker. Yeah, they didn't care about getting toxic waste all over them. Now watch out while I clean and, my fucking pool and get clean. And, and all you over ex- somehow expected them to be good employees? <laughs> oh, you know, degenerates sometimes make the best employees every so often. Gotta take a chance. It's possible. Especially but the thing is desperate fucking working at Zug Island, <laughs> looking for people that'll work on a fucking island full of toxic waste. I'm just saying the people that are going to be the good employees are likely going to be the ones that are going to say, yeah, I'll take that respirator. Mind you, that dude probably joined that shit when he was methed out of his mind. I'm just saying. I love the fact that that dude has a fucking siren light in his room. That's just that was so 90s. Remember, that was like an every Spencer's gift. <laughs> I, it probably still is, dude. <clears throat> like in the back, they'd have like a black light, that light, a strobe light. <laughs> and that like weird book of all the posters. <laughs> dude, and that's what, I, that's what I'm saying, dude. The fucking, the fucking late 90s was where it's at, bro. I mean, back then, you could walk into a Spencer's gifts, go to the back, fucking black light pick blacklight posters of the insane clown posse jokers cards bro and fucking dildos (laughs) well i mean that's one of the best parts that's the weirdest part about spencer's it's like shot glasses with weed leaves shirts that say like eat fucking pussy (laughs) and then like vibrators like what the fuck one of these things really doesn't fit you know all right what do you want do you want the uh insane clown posse merch or a sex toy. Yeah, like that's. Uh, are you a f- like? And the other thing is, like, who buys a vibrator at a fucking Spencer's Gifts? I I I uh, I I know a woman who did, and uh, uh, she left me soon after because I couldn't live up to her vibrator. I thought that you were going to say the two were unrelated. No, they're very much related. And uh, we see here Alex (laughs) ducking the fuck down. (laughs) Uh, 
All hanging out of my ass. <laughs> Fucking love. Dude, and not to mention, they had footage of that interview in the last video. So this must have been, that must have been cut for time. Yet they still added shit. And, and like, those interviews are some of the best parts of this documentary. <laughs> and certainly the parts that have held up the best. Seriously. They have not changed, like, at all. <laughs> uh, uh, Alex, we've already discussed this on the podcast. We don't give a fuck about what you have to say. It's weird how they also use the CDs, not the CD covers. Well, I mean, they probably used a jukebox that was at the bar across the street and just put the CDs in there for the visual effect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but then there they have just like a the artwork like superimposed in. And here, Jay calls it. Ready? Ready? Fifth Joker's card. And then sixth... And beyond. He fucking said it in 97. <laughs> Wicked clown, Wicked clown style. style. But he said it even back then. There was going to be more than just six. Uh, so you know what? I had not even thought of that until we were just watching this now. And then I'm like. Well, goddammit, he said it then. Okay, all right. All right, this is a discussion for another day. Because I have opinions. I know you have opinions. Yes, I think we should table this one uh, in the name of content. Goddammit, that Letterman jacket is awesome. Right? I fucking told you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> man what i would have loved to have seen the first time they actually did actually use fago ah oh, fuck man i mean i would have been a little ass kid and you would have been fucking what a littler ass kid i'm just saying a video that too Yeah, that's why they love it, because it don't make any sense. Goddamn right. That hasn't changed, though. It, it like, really if you hasn't. look at, like, if you look at, like, <laughs> NFT, <laughs> NFT culture. Fucking legs, Diamond. Jesus Christ. Go ahead. If you look at, like, NFT culture, it doesn't make goddamn sense, and that's why everyone loves it. Well, I mean, it's also a great way to make money. Well, it's just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, crappy MS Paint art <laughs> is $3.8 million. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Yeah, money laundering doesn't exist. Okay, yeah, so right there, 
ICP. Everybody's in pretty much like long sleeves, hoodies. Nobody's wearing shorts except for one guy. It's like, bro, it's too cold for this bullshit when it's fucking three in the afternoon. <laughs> the doors aren't even till six, dude. <laughs> Calm your happy ass down. For real. I'm not drunk yet, you motherfucker. <laughs> Have I told you lately that I love Legs Diamond? I mean, I think that's about all of that was the last episode about Shockumentary. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I think I, I, I think we're both in agreement with that. You know, with his sarcastic attitude, like, I don't know what to believe. Like, I believe that Fago feels a certain way about them, like, they'll take their money. But, like, his entire performance is just dripping with sarcasm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what's real? I mean, who knows? And that's all the better. Oh, this has yes! the music videos intact. <clears throat> That's a thing. Oh, I, I I remember the first time I saw this shit on the box. It's freaking me the fuck out. Man, that looks like a cool show. And like even then they were doing cool shit with their stage show. Like they got a dunk take on stage. And like Cages and shit. Yeah, this must have been the height of their local popularity. Now... Now for some completely unnecessary censorship. This is a uh, obviously compelling podcasting right here. So uh, if you haven't seen the chicken hunt and slaughterhouse mix video, that's uh, it's, it's a part of shockumentary. A couple music videos were included um, and it's, it's a mixture of concert footage, like a concert, not like a staged performance. It's a concert um, mixed with a warehouse um, and occasional um, some like outdoor footage from the same yeah. concert, presumably. And and the thing is that you're going to find with... Uh the shockumentary. I'm going to just call it the home version because I mean, the VHS, home game DVD. Yeah. Shockumentary, the home game straight up. Uh, it has all of the videos that the insane clown posse had made up to 1997 minus the original chicken hunting cut because they fucking hated it. 
If, yeah, if and you that want that, a- watch fucking uh, Stranglemania. Psychopathics, the the videos, volume one. Because <clears throat> Stranglemania didn't even have the full video, remember? Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Now, I will say, Jay's got kind of a weird hat here. I, I'm into it. I mean, it's totally fucking mid-90s. It is. It's almost like a Rasta. I mean, look at the way Shaggy's dressed. Obviously, they were leaning toward that way. And if you look at their promo. Well, that's true. I hadn't considered that. He is wearing basically a drug rug. Straight up. I mean, especially if you look at the inside booklet of Riddlebox and the back of Riddlebox and literally all of the fucking promo merch for Riddlebox and their concerts. Very much Rasta-ish. And I do believe the reason is because of Spencer's gifts. Because, you know, they found a buyer. They're going to target their demo. And that carried over to the Great Malenko even when they stopped dressing like that. They kept the dreads. True. Oh, man. Love that old Super Bowl shirt. Oh, my God. I don't understand what the fuck Joey was talking about, but I agree. Uh, I agree with dude from prison. Great Malenko was the shit. Right. Now, I've always found this segment just kind of odd. Although I will say when I was younger, this actually got me super interested in the concept of handwriting analysis. Like, I remember being like 13 and buying a book about it. You know what? Thinking about it, you very much had a point last week where you said this seems like, well, you more or less said this seems like more or less a smear job than it was about the Insane Clown Posse to make fun of them, make fun of their fans, talk about how they're psychos. And, you know, you made a valid point that it's all a part of the marketing. Which is why they left that girl out. Right. It's only until you apply a 2022 lens when this no longer seems has the same, like, it's just, it's so hard to contextualize. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know if I could explain to a younger person how this was like, like why this made something appealing in the nineties. You wouldn't be able to, you know, it's, it's kind of like trying to go back in time and trying to convince somebody why disco music was the shit. I mean, looking back, you know, especially if you're in EDM, you probably like disco music just for the music. But then again, at the same time, there were a bunch of people back then that fucking hated it so much so that they filled up a goddamn ballpark full of people burning the records and it just turned into a goddamn riot. 
well, a bunch of drunk people blowing something up, it's going to turn into a riot regardless. <laughs> yes, but they were brought together with their hate of disco. See what I'm saying? Well, even more so. A bunch of people brought together by hate with the intent of blowing something up. That's only going to be a, a riot. Dude, if something were to happen like that for the insane clown posse, that would just boost their profile even more. Because if you look, the insane clown posse doesn't really have any arch villains. You know what I'm saying? They just have the general just disdain from the public. Yeah, I guess since the whole Eminem thing is pretty much passe at this point. I mean, not just passe. I mean, it's water under the bridge. Fucking, I was wait. I was waiting for an Eminem feature on Yum Yum Bedlam. Like I was expecting it. Maybe we'll get it at some point. Now, I don't know what in the world compelled them to leave in Choco. Uh, she's crazy but it's like and you know what more power to her That, that this is what makes her happy I mean you know that if this is how she feels that she is you know what more power to you I got the same shirt she's fucking wearing it's just worn to shit cause it's so old <laughs> Now, given what I said, more power to her. She is really fucking strange. That's the thing, because it's like, in a way, sure, I could see it being empowering. But at the same time, is that really the goal by putting her on here? I don't really I don't buy you know what I mean? I, ha- I got no doubt that she has had sex with Violent J after this. I'm really uncomfortable with speculating on that. <laughs> that tattoo parlor is so fucking 90s. And like, I don't really give a shit. I don't care for the tattoo artist who's like being judgy about people getting tattoos. It's like, fuck you. A drug dealer isn't like, oh, yeah, using crack still, huh? Uh, Fuck you. I don't need judgment. Now, this poor kid that they just talked into. I was talking about last week. This dude doesn't fucking think about shit. I don't know. You guys told me you'd give me a hundred bucks if I got this tattoo on camera. I, I swear to God, it'd be more respectable if he just said, I don't give a shit. Just put the ink on my back. Look at him. He looks like he doesn't want to do this. He doesn't want, he doesn't actually want the tattoo. He's having second thoughts. I've never had that happen whenever I was getting a tattoo. No, I know. And also, it's really weird that he picked, like, Christmas colors. That 
I think those colors might dull at the time to where they're correct. Okay. But yeah, it's like the entire time he looked uncomfortable. And if you look uncomfortable while getting a tattoo, that's a red flag. God, remember when pants sagging was uh, fashionable? Yeah. Too long, man. Fucking life passed us the fuck by. That's a lot of fucking shirts, man. <laughs> man, I, that, bur- that merch booth. Dude, I want that Malenko shirt. God damn, dude. I, I want all of the shirts. Which shirt? All of the shirts. Hey, I Joe, Joey, poster. if you got any, like, archival shit around you don't want, man, please. Yo, hook sack and dingo up with some shit, man. Come on. Oh, I love this shit. Slice little bit off cheese. Slice little bit off. I fucking love this. Slice little bit off the cheese. Slice little bit off the cheese. Haynes gets a cut. Slice, slice, slice. Don't buy this shit. I'm going broke. (laughs) I just wish that camera person would have been more in tune with the fact that like Jay does the talking most of the time. (laughs) Yeah. Because he like cut to Shaggy expecting him to say something. And it's like, nope, Jay's not done. (laughs) Yeah. This was before Shaggy found his footing when it comes to public speaking. Yeah. One thing about strangle mania, bro. Strangle fucking mania. (laughs) All right, well spoken. (laughs) (laughs) With Terry Funk right on the cover. (laughs) Strangle Mania is for children to enjoy. One thing about Strangle Mania. Strangle fucking Mania! (laughs) Dude, $3,000 for merch. How? Fucking how? Okay, he's right with this. I mean, that's like the least sarcastic thing he's said so far. 
because it's true. It's funny. I'm not going to lie. It is funny, but it also does get pretty hard to watch at points. Well, of course. Straight up. Now he's not wrong. That shit's fucking. It's oh. still drip in fucking 2022. Straight up. I hate that bitch. That blonde bitch with the fucking white hoodie. Now, I'm a baseball fan, and I've got to say, I don't think I've ever seen a powder blue White Sox hat before. Yeah, I, I don't recall that. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Fucking QAnon bitch. Yo, this this was in Chicago, right? I got to imagine so. Dude's wearing a White Sox hat. They said they were making the documentary in Chicago. And it said so in the subtitle. And yet this bitch is going to point to the pitchforks and say it was satanic. Yes. <laughs> well, technically no, but it had a big sticker on it. So, <laughs> yes. I mean... And this is how you can tell people, especially at that time, oh, didn't understand. Uh, she 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 pulled the fucking gay people uh, card, talking about gays are ruining the children. Well, how much you bet she's one of those assholes that are like, they could just choose to not be that way. Oh, I swear to God, look at her fucking eyes. That's QAnon right there. Look at them fucking eyes. She wants to talk about cult bullshit. How much you want to bet if she was still alive, she bought into that shit. And here's the scary part is that it, the best thing I could do to offer you context, l- younger listeners, is this person is supposed to be the moral compass for the audience. Straight up. And There's really no other way to slice it. They, the reason they left so much of her commentary is because she's a stand-in for the audience at that point. <laughs> okay, alien music. I'm... I'm pretty sure that's that's, that's, what people- that's exactly the kind of shit that I say. What happened to good music like the Insane Clown Posse? Why you gotta be playing this fucking Pluto and Astro shit? I was gonna say, I th- I'm pretty sure people started calling it alien music as soon as the first Skrillex single dropped. Dude. Everyone, fucking- everyone over 30 in 2012 was like, what the fuck is this shit? Dude, Violent J's Violent J might as well be Nostradamus. And he was right. He was especially right when with what he just said. They're playing our music when you ain't home. They're playing our music in your fucking tape deck in your car. Well, yeah, and that's that's the thing is you know they certainly knew how to market themselves the right way. 
And the more you tell someone not to do something, the more they want to. All right. Now, I okay, you and I are separated on what the best version of Piggy Pie is. I think you and I can agree that this is the worst audio version because it's so censored. Yes. I mean, it makes it so you can still get the gist of the song, but you really miss all the what makes it ICP. You miss all the subtle nuances of Violent J swearing while he's talking about killing this bigot. Like, so don't really make me laugh. Is, <laughs> he's still. Like, it's still kind of making sense vaguely. But that it's like, line was awful. Yeah, it's like that doesn't really. Just because the, it ends with a shotgun sound doesn't mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's like a kind of an implication, but I guess. You know what? The video definitely doesn't do a good enough job to help meet the song halfway in portraying. You know what I'm saying? You're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Like this. I mean, this this is kind of like chicken hunting mark two, just not as good. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't have that same energy. And I say yeah, this to some I say this to somebody with Shaggy's verse. I quite literally practiced the original version to where I could say it on beat perfectly to anything. So I fucking love that shit. I'm not gonna lie. That's why I disagreed with you so hard. I loved that original verse. Well, I'm just thinking from video wise. It's missing the part that Chicken Hunting had in a different setting where they could use it to enhance the story being told. Straight up. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just, it, it's missing that it factor. You know, it's like Chicken Hunting found it, Halls of Illusions found it, and they just could never find it again. Uh, what what is it? Fucking, we don't die. By Tilt twisted, came close. But you know, just it's missing that it factor. You know, yo, I always like the Tilt a Whirl video. <clears throat> <clears throat> I could see how it has its own charm. I I can't say that I loved it though. I thought I thought it was cool that uh, their makeup was more fucked up than it usually was when they were on screen. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, we'll have to do an episode about just their music videos, maybe. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I mean, you know, we still got to do Bizarre Bizarre and fucking, you know, all that kind of shit. But yeah, we need to dedicate an episode just to music videos once we get far enough to where like we get to the Jekylls with another love song. Yeah, because that was the 
big one off of Jekyll. All right, and here we go with Hocus Pocus, oh. and we got the Javis, Jason Nev- Nevins <coughs> Headhunters remix. All right, now, like I said, you know, you had two ICP videos that hit that it factor. This hit the it factor in a different way. It's like, this is obviously an insane clown posse song, but it still feels kind of different. Well, it's just this one, this video just really didn't ever make a whole lot of sense to me. Well, of course, that's that's Violent J just said they fucking love this shit because it don't make sense. Well, and get ready for it. Get ready for it. Gang signs. Boom. I'm sure they appreciate you pointing that out. Anyway, um, the thing is, it's not, it's not like there's enough random shit going on. It's like, if they would have done a little more to make it weird and random... I mean, it is weird and random. Let's be honest. But that's what I'm saying is if they would have done a little more to make it more. I don't so, know how like, you could make this more weird and random. Well, instead of having them go from being shoe salesmen to garbage truck drivers, why are they doing another mundane job? Why not just send them to like, like, here's what I'm thinking, right? Compare this video wise, not talking musically at all, just music video. Compare this. And I know this is, we're talking different decades and everything, but I think you'll understand what I'm saying. Compare this to the video for fucking Gangnam style. Yeah, how is this not very similar? That's what I'm saying is that they kind of like Look at Gravedigger went from shoe salesman, garbage man, gravedigger. I guess what what it is is it never really gets heightened. Do you know what I'm saying? And Violent J's Voodoo got better. Oh, sure did. Well, maybe they're like, leave us alone, you fucking punk bitch. <laughs> Who gave him mushrooms again? <laughs> Call back. That night, I fucked three fat bitches. And that's misery in the middle back there, right? Yeah, yeah. It's okay. misery and twisted right there. Oh, I'm sorry. The House of Crazies. No. Because Brian was a part of the House of Crazies. Yeah, yeah. The ROC was gone. Yes. And even in later iterations of House of Crazies, uh, Brian was always involved. All right, fair enough. So yeah, this is Twisted and Misery. Yeah, plus plus the Twisted shirt that Shaggy is wearing. (laughs) (laughs) It's Twisted and Misery, no orgy. 
you know, I feel bad for this guy. I'll be honest. You know, because I'm sure he got a lot of ridicule over the years. When, yeah. <laughs> you know, he was just given an opinion. And it's like, you know what? It's his opinion. He's welcome to it. And you know what? I'll be I'll be fair here. I didn't go to clown college or anything, but I did, uh, you know, study some comedy stuff in college. And there's like, you know, there's big historic roots in the art form of like, liter- like clown, literally. Straight up. And it's not a joke that like clown school, that's like a real thing, you know? Yeah. So like the people that take it, their profession like that, that seriously, I really can't fault them. And if they do find that kind of, I don't want to say reductive, but misrepresenting what they do, I could see why they would be upset. Straight up. By the way, R.I.P. Ron. Absolutely. Ron, clearly awesome dad. Look look at him. He's helping them put the fucking vinyl on. He wants them to get it right the first time. On that fucking... uh, And that was the family car. Right. That's a a fucking uh, hatchback fucking 90s ass... Ford station wagon straight up. And he's like, Hey, you want to, you want to put one of those vinyl stickers on the back of the car, man? You want to do that, buddy? All right, let's do it. And it's like the stereotype is no dad. Now that it's now that you think it's cool, it's not cool, but no, it's like, no, his dad was like, Hey, you want to do this? And he was like, yeah, dad, thanks. It's, it's wholesome. Yeah, man. <clears throat> Ron, Ron's cool, man. Obviously. These guys, these guys, you know, made bank on ICP. And no matter what, no matter what kind of shit that got flung at them, they're like, bro, we love these guys. They're making us money. You can go fuck off. And I'll, I'll say it again. I feel really bad for this bus driver. Seriously. Seriously. Ooh. They are. Yes. But like I said, this is what happens when you grow up in poverty and you finally come into money. You get your years of excess out. Yeah, I, I I feel terrible for this guy, <clears throat> especially because it's like the inside is getting ins- bullshit, and the outside, yeah, fucking getting tagged inside the bus. Yeah, and like I was saying last week, that bus isn't getting tagged because ICP is sitting quietly inside. Like that's happening for reasons. <laughs> Okay, uh, fuck this fuck guy. This guy. Fuck this guy. Who is this again? Eric Muller, aka Mancow, aka no, no, no. Fuck Man Cow. I don't I don't know who this is. I don't know her. For me, it's been um I think now all I've 
Oh, fuck you, you piece of shit. That's not even that funny. Oh, homeboy. Slash is fucking awesome, though. See it? Rhino, man. See, he fucking loved the Halls of Illusions. Slash is the shit. And I will say this, because I do know that we have some younger listeners. If you haven't checked out Guns N' Roses, definitely do. Dude, absolutely. Up to their double album, check them out. I'll be honest, Chinese democracy is not bad. Okay, Slash wasn't involved with that. No, he's not. But it's it's solid for what it is. But that's irrelevant. Yes, okay. uh, Appetite for Destruction, uh, Spaghetti Incident, GNR Live Lies, uh, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. Those are all f- solid and fantastic. Yeah, weird. It, Another it, project involving <clears throat> Slash that has the word illusion in it. And they swear up and down that... Th- this was not in any way a tribute to them. because, And I believe it because I doubt they were even aware. Yeah. Uh, she looks just like my ex. With the missing teeth and everything. Now, did she look lifeless like that? Yeah. With the with the ironing board and the iron fucking staring at me constantly being like, you know, when are you going to get a job? I need money. And me just sitting there like, okay, why don't you get a job? She's like, but no, you get money. Well, maybe she learned the error of her ways. Anyway, um, okay, so I'm a big, you know, uh, amusement park dork, and this I'm not entirely what? sure how they constructed this, but it does look like they did repurpose a pretzel dark ride car. It had a budget. It had a budget. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm literally right now just kind of nerding out real quick about the amusement park thing. So I'm give me just a second here. You nerd out about Mortal Kombat. So you got to give me a second here. Hey, hey, do your thing, bro. Do it. So it looks from what I am seeing here, it's hard to make up from the uh, brief shots, but looks like they've got a one car on likely a series of tracks it's just a little hard to determine if this was like an actually repurposed ride or if it was something constructed for the video but i'm guessing it was repurposed because it would be cheaper to buy a used ride than to build a fully functioning one for one video Oh, also, yeah, it looks like the car has a range of motion. Yeah, it's got a it's got a um, horizontal range of motion. So it's probably a pretzel dark ride. 
I think we can agree on one thing. If uh, this ride were open to the public, it'd be closed immediately. I'm out. I'm not riding. I love Me- rides, but I'm I'm out. I, I don't want to be scared the fuck out of by two clowns and then killed by a fucking wizard. I'm out. Yeah. The, the ride clearly kills you at the end, so I'm good. Because also, let's be honest here. Other than ICP, that ride really looks like it's a bunch of half-rate animatronics. <laughs> well, outside like, this, of... This is not fucking, uh, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean here. <laughs> yeah. Now See, the real the real question is does the line does the ride still have a two hour line? I mean, if if it has a two hour line, it's going to have a short exit. I also don't really care for some of the censorship in this video. Okay, during the intro, did you notice the addition of guitars? And there's guitars on this part, too. No, no. I'm talking about, like, power chords. Well, it's still happening right now. Yeah. Those aren't there on the record. Because there's, like... No, okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Honky Tonk, man. Yep. I like that belt. And, I mean, again, big ups to... Jay and Shags for giving these guys a day of work. I, and I there's heard, the guitar again. There's a chuggy palm right, muted right, guitar right, doing power chords. All it's right, four. Listen, this da, is da, what da, I'm da, talking da. about. And there's an open. Yeah, they're doing open power chords. So it's like. That's eh, not on the album. Eh, exactly. And it's added for a reason because this song is a very slow burn. <sighs> It's weird that they oh made hell a yeah different mix of the song for the video that's like that much different because there's oh. like yeah they're doing chuggy palm mutes on the power chord there's like a duh, 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 duh happening in the in the verses I I liked uh, they skipped over one of my favorite verses in this song and that pisses me off. And of course the Bushwhackers are back there Fuck yeah dude I loved them when I was growing up Then why you beat it in my head Like the, the, these censors These le- rewritten lyrics are just kind of odd Nothing great He takes shits And fucks his old floppy wife Plays with his balls And judges my life now there, here we go. It. Greg the Val- the Hammer Valentine. <laughs> and you know, oh Jesus, I love that shit. He just like runs up on Shaggy. Fucking, you know, Greg the Hammer Valentine. Like they're like, you want to be in this music video? He's like, no. <laughs> we'll give you five hundred dollars. Make it seven hundred. Deal. Yep, that's. I'm sure that's how they got everybody there. Do you want to be in our music video? Uh, what's it pay? <laughs> <laughs> I love how Violent J acts in this video. 
just in general, especially when it comes to, you know, assaulting Shaggy. Just so he's not just sitting there looking like he wants to be anywhere else. But I do like the ending of this video. The reveal is great. I agree. Oddball freaks. Yes, they are. Now, th- that part where they intersplice weird footage for no reason doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No. <clears throat> here's a robot, and here's some chick. Okay. She has a snake. Oh, here we go. The MTV News. Now, I don't think that there's any way we can overstate for our younger listeners that, like, essentially, if you saw Kurt that Loder. That man, Kurt Loder, is currently in his 80s. If you saw him on TV, you'd be like, oh, shit, there is music news happening. Shit is going down in the music industry. That's like seeing Kurt Loder was akin to nowadays when you see a musician you like trending on Twitter. And you're like, oh, my God, are they dead? That would be when Kurt Loder, you'd be like, Kurt Loder comes on. You're like, oh, my God, is there going to be like a new fucking Marilyn Manson album or like somebody dead? Like. <laughs> sure, we got a little problem with necrophilia, but you came to us first. <laughs> Notice how all the people that the Insane Clown Posse work with love them. Have you noticed that? Well, I mean, anyone who makes some money, it makes sense. And this guy couldn't have been more wrong if he tried. <laughs> now, see, here's the thing. I, I do have to say, I, I maybe have a point of contention here. I believe that attorney is speaking on behalf of a specific venue rather than in general about the insane clown posse because he specifically references later. We asked them not to do things such as throw women from the stage. Yeah. Which means I'm sure they signed a contract that said, Hey, don't do this. (laughs) Like, obviously you sold a lot of tickets, so do your performance, but just make sure it doesn't include, any violence against women. <laughs> and Jay's like, this is my instrument. I'll stick it up your ass and it makes a funny sound. And they're like, that's fine. As long as it's not a woman. He's like, front ass, back ass, whichever ass is the closest ass. Like, that's not how women work, but okay. <laughs> we don't have a reason. We don't need a reason. Fuck you. Okay. Uh, are any women going to get hurt, though? Fuck you. <laughs> okay. See, we're getting dangerously close to what's not allowed. <laughs> Violence, uh, unruly audiences, and child's play. 
<laughs> I, I can Mike Steinman. Can confirm I him. <laughs> I, with with one exception, ICP shows have been the craziest pits I've ever been in. Same, same. I mean, it's insanity. But yeah, like fucking. And, and the one exception I have is an extremely, extremely specific one. So. <laughs> it's almost like a freak situation. So I'd say ICP absolutely craziest pits I've been in. I mean, anytime you and I have been to clown shows, we've driven back fucking soaking wet, fucking sticky and just being like, I think I got bruises on places. I didn't even know existed. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> now that that fucking sucks. I, I I'm pretty sure that happens at every show though cuz near the end they start throwing the full ones without even opening them. <laughs> they do. And it's like you know that if the cap hits somebody they're, they're busted open. Yeah, they're, they're busted open at least. And they're probably on the floor. Because <laughs> a two-liter Fago getting launched and then the cap, uh, it, that'll that'll knock anybody over. Dude, I don't know if you remember. I had a cardboard box that they threw. And it was half full of full Fagos. And I grabbed that box. I filled it up with all the bottles I caught in the night. And that box just fell apart within like a year. Not surprising. I do remember you standing outside the venue that first time we went to that clown show and you were just like, okay, uncool, dude. Let's put that one out there. Very uncool. Uncool. Uncool Um, as fuck. We mentioned this in the last episode. Yeah, but it's always worth mentioning. Unfucking cool. Um, but I do remember you standing in the street outside the venue at that first one that we went to with your face paint and you had like a Fago bottles uh, and you're like, yeah, man, that was the shit. <laughs> you're like fucking ICP, ICP. <laughs> Are you seriously bringing those with you? Yeah, bitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, children. Yep. Not wrong. Not wrong at all. He knows what he's getting into. He knows what's up. I love this part. <laughs> this guy's so uncomfortable. <laughs> He's like, fuck you. Get out of here. He was so uncomfortable. (laughs) 
Although it would be pretty funny if they employed an AMT. Ah, <laughs> uh, I was in that clip, and I'm not happy about that. Wait, what? No, that wasn't actually me, but that's how I act at fucking clown shows. Yeah. What walk can it hand with the dead carnival? What you say? Come see the show. Big top show. Walk in and hang with the dead carnival. I will say this. I I, I don't care for uh, crowd surfers. No, me neither. Me neither. Like it's all I'm all good with everyone having fun and shows the way they want to, but I have a fucking problem with getting kicked in the goddamn head. I also have a problem with dudes thinking it's a punk show and waving their arms around. Cause that's a quick way to get the shit beaten out of you. Well, I don't know what those fucking hardcore kids do when they're like swinging like as if it's <sighs> Yeah, that's like, what you do on a date. You fucking shove shoes in her face. Also, super weird. Just, why would you sniff the shoe? We, I don't know. We, the filmmakers would like to thank the city of Detroit and Chicago. Even though the EMTs wouldn't give us interviews and uh, neither would Fago. Damn. Okay, so this wasn't like the Tom Putnam project. This wasn't the United States of Insanity. This was like a year and a half, not seven fucking years. Yeah. Because they're, they're all wearing Malenko shit, and they didn't just buy it. They've had it. Yeah, yeah. This was this was a <clears throat> not a long film, I don't believe. I mean, and granted, I think this came out what, December of ninety seven? So they must have gotten that shit like quick. I love how like the juggalos are fucking mugging for the camera. I love that shit. That's definitely that's what you're supposed to do. Oh, dude, you see that dude with the pink ringmaster shirt? No, you know, that was an accident. (laughs) He's just like, I'm still going to wear this shit. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I washed it with my red Carnival of Carnage shirt, but whatever. That dude totally bumped into the camera with his fucking face. (laughs) Oh, man, Juggalos have not changed. And you know what? Why would they? No. Like, what's compelling you and I to change? Are we dangerous people? Oh, my God, I forgot about this. I totally forgot about this. This, like, sound check footage of misery. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh man. <laughs> so we got Jamie Madrax filming. <laughs> Totally forgot about that. <laughs> and so there we go. We got a post credit scene. Uh, <laughs> well, that was uh, that was the f- ver- the familiar version of Shockumentary. Indeed, indeed. Oh, man, I still love that shit. Yeah, you know it's fun in the nostalgic sense, but I. Do I'm still gonna go with uh, viewed through a 2022 lens? Hasn't aged great. It hadn't. I mean, we all we discussed why on the last episode. Like, homeboy, fucking flipping that chick shirt up, fucking just like grabbing that shit and then fucking putting that shit up to the camera. That one cool. You know, that, that, yeah, was and just cool. generally the representation of juggalos and, but at the same time, it's, yeah, they, they cut out that girl, especially because she seemed a lot more level headed. But at the same time, you know, like I said before, if you want better representation, watch the United States of Insanity. No, I'm not getting paid to say that. Again, yes, I hear what you're saying. And at the same time, you know, not much has changed. And like I said, it's like, we're not hurting anybody, so why should we? Agreed, agreed. Um, Well, I think that's about all I got on Shockumentary. It was, I understand why they didn't include all of those tour bus interviews that they did in the MTV one, why they left that for the third act. Like they cut out all that shit with Violent J talking about fucking (laughs) everything he was talking about. I understand that because, you know, cut for time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They could have cut more for time just to show a couple music videos when they aired that shit on MTV. Yeah, I do think the music videos would have been more beneficial on the MTV airing. Even if it's just even if it's just two music videos. Yeah, they could have just made it chicken hunting in Halls of Illusion. Straight up. And then left the rest of it for um made the 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 home release 
just a, a a full uncut one, you know, with not uncut, but like the full version with all the scenes from the NTV one, all the music videos, all the interviews, everything, you know? Yeah. But, um, you know, it's a fun blast from the past. This is certainly just like overflowing nostalgia and, um, my childhood. Yep. I watched this tape. I can't even tell you how many times. Like I said before, I mean, I'm sure you and I watched this until the tape was worn and broken. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I watched it, but it was numerous. But uh, I'm looking forward to uh, we get to move on now. I hope, think maybe next week we'll try and tackle Forgotten Freshness 1 and 2. That's a good idea. It's definitely a good idea. But um, I don't want to get ahead of myself here. You know, that's your job. Indeed. And yeah so i'm looking forward to whatever we got coming up in the future obviously you know we're still gonna get through jekyll brothers we're gonna check out bizarre bizarre i would love to foray and cover dark lotus well i I mean the side projects are an obvious you know what i'm saying and i mean at the same time we're probably going to be covering twisted's first two releases to be fair. I don't know how we handle Twisted. I don't know either, but at the same time, they're so intertwined with the things that we are going to talk about. Like, Fifth Joker's card. Fucking Big Money Hustlers. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's well, like- essentially what I'm saying is I'm not sure where, where they fit in in terms of the Insane Clown podcast. I mean, do we make room for Twisted after we've covered all of ICP? Do we squeeze them in along the way? I mean, I'm not sure. You're right. There's a they're inherently connected, even to this day, just because of the history there. Um, despite whatever ugliness and falling out may have happened. And look, I want to make it clear: we don't pick sides because just because. I do pick You know, sides. two or I, four people yes. can have beef over something. What it what it ends up really being is that we all just get more you know music to enjoy. We can go with that too. Okay. Also, uh one thing that we definitely have to cover uh the pendulum Yeah, kind of, maybe, I don't know. Well, let's not spend too much time here at the end of the show mapping out the future. Let's uh That's quite literally what we do every week. Uh well, I mean, maybe we leave a fucking surprise. Anyway. <laughs> you can get a hold of us at insane clown podcast show at gmail.com or on Twitter at IC Podcast Show course uh dingo got us set up insane clown podcast is alive 
InsaneClownPodcast.com. Right. Yes, it is a live and rocking. So you can find us there too. Um, and until we are back next week, got anything else, Dingo? Nah, man. Take us out. Alrighty. Well, he's Dropkick Dingo. And he's DJ Sugarsack. This is the Insane Clown Podcast. Thank you for listening. Peace.